1: what's the difference between bad cholesterol and good cholesterol? What about refined sugar and canola oils used in most of the commercial cooking and prepared foods we eat? Sally Fallon's book, Nourishing Traditions, is a vital resource for understanding all of this. She provides information on healthy foods to eat and dieting practices we can take to improve our health. Most of us have been raised to believe that high cholesterol is bad for us, end of story. But what about good cholesterol? And how did we set the bar for what a healthy cholesterol level is in the first place? 30 years ago, it was believed that cholesterol levels below 250 were good for you. One day, the Stockholders Association decided to lower this number to 225. And if you look through the medical literature, you will discover that this decision was made without any evidence backing it up. Once this number was lowered to 225, all of the sudden the amount of cholesterol-lowering medications skyrocketed and the stock went up dramatically. This greatly profited these drug companies, and within just a few more years, the number for healthy cholesterol levels was reduced even further to 199. Again, the drug industry experienced another spike in profits from cholesterol medications following this decision. Unfortunately, cholesterol drugs have a long list of problems and side effects. Knowing this, Dr. McCollum does not recommend that you just jump off your medication. However, it may be a wise decision to talk to a good doctor about healthy changes you can make moving forward. Learn about all of this and more in today's episode of McCollum Wellness Radio.
0: I can be free. I
2: can be free. I can rise above.
0: I can be free. I can be free. I will rise above. Hello, everybody. Good afternoon. This is Dr. Duncan McCollum coming to you live from KSEO Radio. A beautiful day here in Santa Cruz, and I hope wherever you are, it's a beautiful day as well. I just uh, wanted to springboard off of what Tom Quinn uh, was talking about last show with Sally Fallon, one of my heroes. She's amazing. Her, I was holding up her book, Nutri- uh, Nourishing Traditions, which was really interesting. I'm going to read some of this um, and it was re- it was actually uh, printed in 1999. Her first, uh, I think that was the first rendition of it. And uh, Tom had mentioned it. It has a lot of great recipes in it. But the first 60 pages of this book, uh, if you were to get this book and read through these first 60 pages, you're going to learn more about foods and nutrition than you're going to get just about anywhere. Uh, really, kind of talks about some of the problems with our food. Um, what's happened to it over the the ages and uh, what some of our the leaders in um, the area of our food um, think and and what they are pres- uh, prescribing to. So I'm going to start uh, just reading a little bit on page 23. this is under the section of carbohydrates. I'll jump around a little bit. Um, So it says, um, our physical nature is such that we need foods that are whole, not refined, and denatured to grow, prosper, and reproduce. As the consumption of sugar has increased, so have all of the civilized diseases. In 1821, the person representing... Oh, excuse me. In 1821, the average sugar intake in America was 10 pounds per person... 1821, the average sugar intake in America was 10 pounds per person per year. Today, it's 170 pounds per person, representing over one-fourth of the average calorie intake. So this was in 1999. I think it's about up to 190 pounds of sugar per person. Um, Just imagine carrying 190 pounds of sugar around with you. Um, Now you might say i don't eat sugar well you you do if you eat processed food it's loaded with sugar if you go out to eat it's loaded with sugar um a lot of the refined foods are loaded with sugar to make it taste good um i'm gonna go on and say another large portion of total calories come from white flour and refined vegetable oils and uh Tom and Sally were talking about the damage that refined vegetable oils can do to the cell walls and the brain. I'll go into that a little bit more. This means that less than half of the diet must provide all of the nutrition to a body that is under constant stress from the intake of sugar, white flour, and rancid and hydrogenated vegetable oils. Um, that's terrible. Terrible stuff. Herein lies the root cause of the vast increase in digest- and degenerative diseases that plague modern America. So, degenerative diseases, we know that uh, chronic inflammation it causes chronic disease. Uh, we know that toxins in the body cause chronic inflammation. Chronic inflammation causes chronic disease, turns on chronic diseases... Uh, They were talking about heavy metals on the last show. We're going to go into that a little bit more. The role they play in turning on bad genes inside the cells and how they uh, open up the door to bacteria, viruses, parasites and other toxins to get into the cells, especially chemicals like glyphosate. Last week we talked. I read the article by the Environmental Work Group that uh, found 287 toxic chemicals found inside the umbilical blood of children not even living outside of their mother's womb yet. Those chemicals um, are solvents, a cancer causing neurodegenerative type. Toxins that pass down through mom's blood or brain barrier, excuse me, placental barrier, where prior to this study, they believed that the blood that got from mom to baby was clean, but this study proves that it was not clean. You can look it up, 2004 um, Environmental Work Group. If you just put in 287 toxins found in umbilical blood, you'll find, that, find it there. So um, we want to really go into how degeneration of the degenerative diseases are are caused. I'm go- I'm going to go on and uh, read a little bit more here. Until recently, the diet dictocrats defined the role of sugar as a cause of disease. Fewest denied the role. Okay, I'm going to start again. Until recently, the diet dict denied the role of sugar as a cause of disease. Few establishment spokesmen, spokesmen, this was written in 1999, so it should be spokespeople, will admit that sugar consumption has anything to do with heart disease. I'll read that again. Few establishment spokespeople will admit that sugar consumption has anything to do with heart disease. And some have adopted the heart the breathtaking stance that sugar does not cause diabetes. Wow. The food industry is not embarrassed to justify its use of sugar. Now, this is a quote. If we didn't prefer foods with sugar added, it would not be added, says Dr. Frederick Stare, former chairman of the Department of Nutrition at Harvard Medical's University School of Public Health. Now, this is out of Sally Fallon's book, page 23. Quote, remember, eating is one of the real pleasures of life. For most people, sugar helps other things taste better. Sugar calories are not different from other calories. From calories obtained from protein, starch, fat, or alcohol. Now, what's really interesting is fat doesn't create sugar calories. It creates ketones. Okay, that's in the quote. Then here we go. Harvard's Department of Nutrition receives the bulk of its funding from the food industry and nothing contributes to the profits of big processing conglomerates so much as sugar, cheap, easily produced, and stored to, infl- uh, to of infinite shelf life. Its sweetness is a convenient mass for the flavorless, overprocessed concoctions to which it is added." Sugar is the food processor's best preservative because it blocks various forms of spoilage bacteria by tying up the water in which they grow. So isn't that crazy? Here we have the um, former director of the Department of Nutrition at Harvard University telling us that, table sugar, raw sugar, is not harmful to us. Well, and they also said that they denied its effect on diabetes. Well, you know, obviously that's 23 years ago, but the food and drug um, industry has not really changed its stance on this too much. It says that scientific evidence against sugar has been mounting for decades. As early as 1933, research showed that increased consumption of sugar caused an increase in various disease conditions in school children. Sugar, especially fructose, now this is interesting, we're talking about fructose and glucose, has been shown to shorten life in numerous animal experiments. Sugar consumption has recently been cited as the root cause of anorexia and eating disorders. In 1950, British researcher Yudkin produced persuasive finding that excessive use of sugar was associated with the following conditions. Release of free fatty acids in the aorta. That's the big blood vessel that comes, or artery that comes out of the heart. When you get too much... uh, well, let's just read on. Rise in blood cholesterol, rise in fluoride glycerides, increase in adhesiveness of the blood platelets. Now, increase in the adhesiveness of blood platelets. So we know that one of the problems with diabetes is when you get sticky blood, red blood cells, those sticky red blood cells cannot get through the capillaries, which are the smallest arteries and veins in the body where only one blood vessel can go through at a time. And when they're sticky, they end up clogging that blood vessel, especially in the toes, which starts to cause um, neuropathies. And eventually, those the lack of oxygen in the toes can cause gangrene, which will cause... Um, eventual amputation, and uh, diabetes is the number one cause of preventable limb amputation, number one cause of preventable blindness, number one cause of kidney failure, increases your risk of cancer, um, dementia, um, Alzheimer's, and all that stuff. So, based on the show that Sally and Tom gave, we know that um, our health can be tremendously helped based on our diet. And uh, so it's very important that we start to eat the, the, the right foods and we find the right foods. But it's kind of like trying to wash the pants that had the glob of grease on it for any of you... Um, who are probably over 40 years old, you may remember the commercial where Johnny had got grease on his white pants and mom kept trying to wash it with the traditional laundry soaps to no avail and then found a certain detergent that had little Pac-Man-like things in there that would gobble up the the toxin, the um, oil stain on the pants. So, you know, those enzymes and things are so important in our diet, but... Basically, because of what we've eaten in the past and not only what we've eaten, but what was consumed by our parents, especially our mother, not only by her drinking water, breathing air, eating food, wearing clothes, living in an environment of, of toxins, those come down through the blood of the umbilical cord for four generations and a lot of us don't have a chance when we get here. You might have some friends that have been allergenic since the day they were born, sickly. Um, they already have chronic disease. In fact, one out of two children right now in the United States have one form of chronic disease, 50% of us. Now, that was when I was young in, my, in the 60s. No, I'm in my sixties now. I mean, 1960. The um, it was about one out of six kids had a had a chronic disease. So, you know, as we get more and more able in the world and more sophisticated with our computers and all of this stuff, it would make sense that we would become healthier and healthier, unless there was another agenda. Now, the evidence has shown that diet is uh, responsible for. Um, chronic inflammation so far ago, but still, even today, the major public um, defenders of our health, the, the the government organizations, are are not embracing the facts that we know about toxins, heavy metals, molds, hidden infections, glyphosate, the 287 chemicals that are in the umbilical blood, as well as the 87,000 chemicals that have been dumped into the environment in the last 100 years. So if you want to be healthy, then, you know, you can start to eat right, but there's so much more that you have to do. I'm going to take a, my first commercial break, so listen up, and I'll be back in just a couple minutes. Dr. Duncan McCollum, checking out for a second here.
1: You're listening to McCollum Wellness Radio.
0: This is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and I would like you to listen to a couple testimonials from my patients about our new TRT machine. You should come try it, but here's what they have to say.
2: A year is in- Two months ago, I got knocked down by a horse and I got a grade two pull on my hamstring and from there, everything went to hell. Uh, basically, uh, I was walking three and a half miles a day, I went from that to walking less and less and because it was so painful and my other knee started hurting me. And then I stepped off a ladder and jammed my knee, it took me the next morning five minutes by the time I stood up to get out of my bedroom. It was so painful. At the same time, I found out about the TRT from the doc, and I knew that that was for me. So, almost feeling completely normal. So, it's been great. I was walking stiff knee on one side because it was just flopping out of place. Now I can bend my knee and walk. I totally recommend this one time, And you'll just go, whoa. You don't realize how much you use your toes for balance until there's no feeling in them. And so I've got the feeling back in my toes and my balance is greatly improved. Definitely recommend it.
0: So call today for your $49 introductory special on the TRT machine to see if it works for you. Call 831-459-9990. 831-459-9990. 831-459-9990. McCollum Family Chiropractic. You can be free. You can be free.
2: You can rise above. You can be free.
0: You can Okay, be free. Dr. Duncan McCollum coming back. Uh, that's Steve Funderburg's Song, you can be free, you can find it, you can rise above on any place that you can find uh, any kind of music on your cellular device. Uh, Tony Lindsay's a singer, he's a lead singer for Santana for many years. He has won eight Grammys, at least that I know of, and that song is amazing. You can be free, you can rise above, but you need to have the right information and then you actually have to take action steps. If you want to be successful in anything in your life, remember this, success requires action. Action is the the thing that will will give you your life if you Choose the right steps. If you do the wrong things, obviously you won't get there. So um, we're really touching on um, the the show before, Tom Quinn's show, which I really appreciate Tom all the time. I listen to his show um, every week and I find so much great information about it. Uh, he is... Uh, You know, obviously a guy that just comes in and cares and I know that he's listener supported. So if you guys are willing and you love his show, go ahead and, you know, send something in to KSEO in Tom's name so that he can continue on with what he's doing. I know he'd appreciate it. I would and as well as uh, the rest of you all. So um, I wanted to go back to Sally's book for a minute. I'm going to jump around a little bit here. I want to read a little verse on cholesterol. Uh, you know, cholesterol has become one of those things that we have for the um, traditional medicine has a war against cholesterol. And there's something called, called wrong targeting. And that means, you know, you have a terrible day at work, everything's going wrong, you put up with it, you come home, the first thing they do, the dog comes up and you kick it. So you kick the dog based on everything else that went wrong that day. Now, that's called a wrong target. That dog wasn't the one that we should have been kicked. So um, cholesterol has kind of been wrong-targeted because you, we need cholesterol. And I remember when I first graduated from chiropractic school back in eight, 1989. I was going to say 1889. Of course, chiropractic only started in 1895, so that wasn't impossible. But eight, 1989, I graduated. The, cholesterol, um, the level of cholesterol ex, um, considered safe was... 250. So if your cholesterol level was 250, you were good. 249, great. 251, not so good. And um, somehow or other, somebody in the Stockholders Association got this great idea that if, well, why don't we just lower to 225? So they did lower for 225. And if you look at the medical literature, and I'm going to post some here, for no good reason. And they don't even um, look at your cholesterol or your triglyceride level in association with your cholesterol, which they should. Triglycerides and cholesterol should be looked at together and evaluated. So when they dropped it down to 225, all of a sudden the amount of um, cholesterol-lowering medication skyrocketed, and the stock went up dramatically. Wow, what a successful action! So guess what? A few years later, they lowered it to 199. There we go, another bump in cholesterol meds. Now, cholesterol meds have a lot of problems. If you look it up and you look up any of the, um, them in, in the Internet and look up what some of the side effects are, I think you're going to go, wow, I have eight of those. So don't go jump off of it till you talk to your doctor because you might have some other medical conditions that are your body's been unable to... F- Heal. Now remember, the body is the greatest physician that's ever lived. The innate intelligence that is runs your body is the greatest physician that ever lived. So all we really need to do is teach or get the interference out of the you know get the interference out of the way so that the body can do what it's always meant to do, which is heal itself. Now we have a couple problems here. One is what are your genetic predilections to diseases, and have those genes been turned on. You can go through your whole life. There's, I think, five to seven um, Alzheimer genes. Last time I heard, as long as they never get turned on, you'll never get it. There's cancer genes, breast cancer genes that we have that, as long as they don't get switched on like a light switch, you'll never get that disease. What turns them on and what turns it off? We'll go into that in a little bit. And it's probably one of the main things missing when we're really trying to figure out how to keep our bodies healthy. Anyway, so I'm going to go ahead and read a little bit in Sally's book about cholesterol here. Along with saturated fats, cholesterol and the cell membranes gives our cells necessary stiffness and stability. When the diet contains an excess of polyunsaturated fatty acids, bad stuff, processed, refined stuff, these replace the saturated fatty acids, the healthy stuff in the cells, so that the cell walls actually become flabby. When this happens, cholesterol from the bloodstream is driven into the tissue to give them structural integrity. That's what should happen. This is why serum cholesterol levels may go up or down temporarily, when we replace saturated fatty acids with um, polyunsaturated oils. Cholesterol is a precursor to vitamin D, a vital fat-soluble vit- vitamin needed in healthy bone and nervous system, proper growth, mineral metabolism, muscle tone, insulin production, reproduction, and immune system function. So. Okay, let's look at some of this. Vitamin D, we know, is not only a vitamin, it's a hormone that uh, is used in a multitude of um, cell processes in the body. We know that it also helps build our immune system. Uh, We get that by just lying in the sun, but you have to have enough available good cholesterol in order for our body to convert it to vitamin D. It's fat soluble. It's good for our bones. It helps our bones absorb calcium. It keeps the nervous system healthy. It keeps the nerves hydrated with fats. Um, it helps with our both our our growth, uh, mineral metabolism, muscle tone. Now check this. It's important for insulin production, reproduction, and immune f- function. Insulin production, well, what is 60% of the people in our United States suffering from right now? Diabetes or pre-diabetes. What have we been doing for the last 20 years? Lowering, Lowering cholesterol in our body, lowering cholesterol in our body, lowering cholesterol in our body. They want to go down to 150 now. Can you imagine the chronic disease that would happen... If we do that... Now, I'm not saying that you should just not worry about cholesterol and avoid all of the other markers in the body. No, you got to get the, the toxins out of your body. you got to get the heavy metals out of your body. you got to get the chemicals, especially the glyphosate, out of your body or reduce all of them and then not consume any more of them or limit the consumption of them as much as possible. So again, cholesterol is good for insulin production, Reproduction, so why would it be good for reproduction? Because our hormones are fat-soluble and vitamin D is vital for the production of hormones. Also for the immune function. We know that people that have a high vitamin C count over, I think it's 50, but really up to 75 or 80, aren't going to get any of the things that we've been worrying about for the last um, two years. So if you look up um, vitamin D blood levels and susceptibility to um, some of these bugs that we've been Attack by you're going to find out that it's virtually impossible to get it if those if those are high providing your body isn't sick in every other way so and again too much vitamin d in a sick body is going to make you sick so what do you do about this well you get a hold of somebody that knows how to help you get your body detoxified you know we can do that you can find other people to do it but I want to caution you that replacing a medication with a vitamin and not going up to the upstream cause of the problem is not necessarily in your best interest. That might be a little better substitute. But if you don't go up to the upstream cause of your chronic diseases, then it's just a ticking time bomb. And... Um, You know, you don't want to go out like most people do these days, which is with some chronic disease. uh, You know, right now we know that 80% of all bankruptcies in the United States are medically caused. In other words, people get sick, they go through all their savings and their insurance may or may not cover something, but the 80% of all bankruptcies, according to a Harvard study, are caused by medical conditions. 50% of the people that go bankrupt have insurance and are college educated. So, you know, so many people put so much stock into putting their their legacy away in the way of money, but they're not putting their legacy away in the way of their health. Because, you know, we are um, rated 47th in the world for health, as you all know, if you've listened to the show at least once. I think I repeat that every every uh week and it seems sometimes i think it falls on deaf ears because you know people it's like those cows going down the chute and at the end of the chute there's a guy sitting standing on the post with a sledgehammer and the next thing you know the cow is off at the butcher shop one cow back in the herd sticks his head up and sees what's happening and goes oh my gosh move no go this way stop go this way and the rest of the herd go, and they keep moving forward to that shoot, not even paying attention, blind to the fact that they're going down a path that they shouldn't be going down. You know, in uh, Robert Frost's uh, poem, um, you know, two paths diverged in a woods, and he goes, I took the path less, less traveled by. Well, those of you that take the common mainstream path health-wise, you're going down that path. There's no avoiding it. So if you go down the path less traveled by, it might be a little more difficult. You might have to do something about your health. It might be that it's up to you to be healthy, not some guy on the end of a um, computer that's going to give you a prescription cheaper than, you know, um, and you don't even see their face. Right now, I've had so many people tell me that every time they try to go to the doctor, they get a Zoom meeting maybe, and it's still difficult to get on. Hey, listen, I'm all for Western medicine. They saved my life. I, my appendix blew up in uh, November of 2021, and I was in a local hospital here for five days, had a great experience other than the pain. Um, everybody was incredibly nice, um, but and that's emergency medicine. If we were doing a really good job on keeping people healthy, we would not be rated 47th in the world for health. We wouldn't be taking 75% of all the drugs made in the world and be only less than 5% of the world population. Moo. Just keep moving forward towards that shoot or do something different. Okay, now here's another little blurb on cholesterol. This is a good one. Cholesterol is needed for proper function of serotonin receptors in the brain. Wow. So I need cholesterol to have my feel good transmitters in my brain work? Well, why don't I just deprive myself of good cholesterol and then take a medication to handle the problem that I don't have enough serotonin? So they give me something called a serotonin reuptake, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. S-S-R-I, which basically doesn't let the serotonin get out of in between the two cells. One communicates to the other and it just keeps agitating it and agitating it and agitating it. It might work for a while, but pretty soon that drug's not going to work anymore. The serotonin um, synapses get overwhelmed and start to burn out. So then you need more medication and more medication. But let's lower our um, cholesterol-safe ratio to 150. Good idea if you're a stockholder. So cholesterol is needed for proper function of serotonin receptors in the brain. Serotonin is the body's natural feel-good chemical. Low cholesterol levels have been linked to aggressive and violent behavior, depression, and suicidal tendencies. What? Let me read that again. Serotonin is the body's natural feel-good chemical. Low cholesterol levels have been linked to aggressive and violent behavior, depression, and suicide tendencies. Wow. I wonder what the serotonin levels are in some of these disasters going on around the country these days. Is anybody checking them? Is anybody checking the heavy metal load? We know that mercury is and, and lead are incredibly prevalent in um, almost everybody in the United States, especially because it passes down through the blood brain barrier and it goes for generations. And the number one um, mental symptom associated with too much mercury is anxiety. And the number one with lead is depression. So you get these kids that are anxious and depressed. They're eating refined sugar all the time. They don't have enough good cholesterol because they're eating polyunsaturated oils in all of the processed food that they're eating. And then they go out and and do crazy things. And we want to blame the tool. Well, the tool is the kid and the kid is what they're exposed to, not only nutritionally. I mean, there's a lot going on in um, the households. Uh, My new book coming out, as in the New Hope series, I'm withholding the title for now, but I'm going deeply into families, deeply into the fact that uh, 50% of marriages uh, end in divorce in this country. Um, you know, so many people are so confused when it comes to family. The role models that um, all of us have had is, is terrible. So... I'm going to... Well, I'm sure there's some great families out there. So for those of the great moms and dads that have a loving relationship, kudos. So we're going to go to my second commercial break, and I'll be back in just a couple minutes. Thank you.
1: You're listening to McCollum Wellness Radio.
0: This is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and I would like you to listen to a couple testimonials from my patients about our new TRT machine. You should come try it, but here's what they have to say.
2: Hi, I'm Lauren Spencer, a local realtor. Lately, I've had trouble with my feet, and I'm an avid walker, avid biker, avid uh, golfer, and uh, my feet were aching all the time. And I tried Duncan's TRT machine, which is an amazing stem cell machine that rejuvenates uh, the cells and my feet I've had like three or four um, sessions with the machine and my feet are like new no aches no pains it's a miracle
0: originally I, I heard about it on the radio and I was a little apprehensive but I came in and got got the treatment and miraculously I mean immediately I got relief and we're talking about three years of 24-7 neuropathy all kinds of pain medical doctors and in one treatment It changed my life. I mean, it gave my life back because I was able to uh, function and do things and not be in excruciating pain and get some sleep. And I'm going to continue to come back, and I highly recommend it to anyone. So call today for your $49 introductory special on the TRT machine to see if it works for you. Call 831-459-9990. 831-459-9990. McCollum Family Chiropractic.
2: We can be free.
0: We will rise above. We will rise above. Okay, Dr. Duncan McCollum back for the last uh, portion of the show. We We can rise above, but we can't do it without understanding what's going on with our health and what's causing the demise of our health in this country. Especially now, we have... um, Major world organizations that want to control every country in the world tell us what we can do and can't do. We are a free country. We do not need them to be telling us what to do. We need to take care of our own health. I want to talk about canola oil for a minute. You find canola oil in so many products on the market, um, in salad dressings. And uh, it's actually um, a very, very harmful oil to our body. It's filled with free radicals. It actually causes destruction of the cell wall because when it gets in there, the cell wall becomes impermeable to the hormones. Remember, the, the main thing we want to understand is we have 75 trillion cells in our body When we have any perception of our environment, it goes through hardwired nerves to the brain. The brain turns it into a chemical in the hypothalamus and pituitary. They dump hormones or chemicals into the bloodstream. Those chemicals go to every one of the 75 trillion cells, attach to the cell wall and send a signal into the cell so the cell knows what to do. And the genes can be turned on or turned off. The mitochondria can create energy or not. And um, so we want to make sure that our cell walls, as Bruce Lipton says, are the smartest, the most intelligent part of our body is the cell wall. And if those are not working well, then we've got a big problem. Canola oil contains 5% saturated fat. All right. The newest oil on the market, canola oil, was developed from the rape seed. I should tell you something just by the name of the darn seed. A member of the mustard family, rapeseed is considered unsuited to human consumption because it contains long-chain fatty acids called erucic acid, which under some circumstances is associated with fibro, fibrotic heart lesions. So canola oil and... Oil can be associated with fibrotic heart lesions, yet canola oil is, ra- is in so many um, consumer products. When you go out to eat, a lot of times they use it, you should just tell them you're allergic to peanut oil and you're allergic to um oil or canola oil so that they can cook stuff in olive oil. They don't want anybody having an allergic reaction in their uh, market, and they know about it. When we were in Mexico a while ago with Dr. Pompa's group when we went down to um, the stem cell clinic down there. Um, Any restaurant we went to in Cancun, they'd say, are there any allergies? Any of people sitting down have allergies? Crazy, they don't ask that in this country. Okay, so canola oil. Now, this is out of Sally Fallon's book, if you just tuned in. Um, Sally Fallon is uh, a founding member of the Weston A. Price Association. She was just on the program with Tom... Um, Quinn, uh, uh, this last hour, I always listen to Tom's show, uh, so I grabbed my copy of Nourishing Traditions, Sally's book, and brought it in. The first 65 pages are loaded with information. If you read those first 65 pages of Sally's book, you're going to be loaded for bear. You're going to be healthier. You can make the changes needed to go forward in your life with taking care of your health. Now, what you need help with is the damage done and in the last about 10 minutes I'm going to talk about how to get rid of the heavy metals the molds and the hidden infections that are in our brain in our connective tissue in our cells turning on the bad genes like a light switch causing chronic inflammatory diseases um neurological diseases and cancers and all that kind of stuff so you know there's so much we can do you can't just keep moving forward like the cows in the chute waiting for the bop on the head with a sledgehammer and end up in the butcher shop going moo when everybody one guy's going stop look go this way moo okay so don't be the one going down the path most traveled by because we know where it ends it ends in a graveyard after infirmaries, and if that's where you want to go, great, but if not, then it's time to do something. Remember, to be successful in anything, you have to take action. Success loves action, and if you take the right actions, you're going to move forward. If you take the wrong actions, then you're not, so get yourself educated. Sally Fallon's book's a good way to go. My podcast is this radio shows are all put out on my podcast. You can listen to them anytime in your car or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's McCollum Wellness Radio on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you can find podcasts. We've got about 70 shows up there so far. I've got probably 200 on the radio show. We're, we're slowly putting them up there. Anyway, canola oil was bred to contain little, if any, um, uric acid and what has drawn the attention of nutritionalists because of its high oleic acid content, but there are some indications that canola oil presents danger of its own. It has a high sulfur content and goes rancid easily. Goes rancid easily. Canola oil goes rancid. Now a lot of oils go rancid above 70 degrees. You know a lot of the. Um, omega oils that you buy off the shelf, if there's a chance that that sat in a warehouse somewhere, you know, and got above 70 degrees, and that chance is pretty high, then that oil is rancid, and those rancid um, particles are going to do more damage to your cell walls, they're going to do more damage to your hormone system than just eating healthy food, healthy nuts. And such, Baked goods made from canola oil develop mold very quickly. Baked goods made from canola oil develop mold very quickly. So when you buy a package of something that you're going to bake and it contains um, canola oil, know that mold is going to be very likely developing in that product. Now remember, the three danger foods, and you can find all of this in my book, Turn Back Your Biological Clock that you can get on Amazon, Turn Back Your Biological Clock... The deadly trio are heavy metals, molds, and hidden infections. Uh, three shows ago, I did a whole thing on hidden infections, on cavitations. Uh, you can find those in, sometimes in the jaw where old root canals are. There's seven miles of canal in every tooth. So oftentimes, you get all kinds of bad stuff in there. So, but the main thing is to evaluate your body completely and find somebody that can work with you. And, uh, you know, I always, if you fill out the neurotoxic questionnaire on my website, McCollumWellness.com, I will give you a 20-minute phone consultation after I have got that in the mail. So please don't try to do that beforehand because I don't have the time to ask you the questions on the on the form or I wouldn't be able to do this for free. So please uh, do that and send it in. Then it says, during the d Odorizing process, <laughs> during the deodorizing process, the omega-3 fatty acids of processed canola oil are transformed into trans-fatty acids. Have you ever heard that term before? So during the deodorizing process, the omega-3 fatty acids of processed canola oil are transformed into trans a.k.a. bad fatty acids similar to those in margarine. You know what margarine is? Remember when that came out? You know, there was butter and then there was margarine. Margarine is hydro... Let's see if I can remember how I used to say this. Hydrogen-injected canola oil filled with nickel and food coloring. So it's super hydrogenated... Canola oil filled with nickel and, talk about a heavy metal, and food coloring. Do you think that's better than butter? Nope, it's not better than butter. Butter's better. Oleo is not better than butter. All right. So, again, it's similar to those in margarine and possibly more dangerous. A recent study indicated that heart, heart health Canola oil actually creates a deficiency in vitamin E, a vitamin required for a healthy cardiovascular system. Other studies indicate that even low uratic acid, canola oil, causes heart lesions, particularly when the diet is also low in saturated fats. Huh. So those of us that have been quoted with having high cholesterol. They take the cholesterol away. They tell us not to eat saturated, healthy fats, but they eat um, polyunsaturated refined fats, such as uh, canola oil. And then the studies tell us that, a recent study indicates that healthy heart canola oil actually creates a deficiency in vitamin E, a vitamin required for a healthy cardiovascular system. Other studies indicate that even low... Your e U R C I C acid Cholesterol. So they've taken the uric acid out because they found that it uh, caused heart lesions. But now they're saying even with a the low amount of that, oil, the oil causes heart lesions, particularly when the diet is also low in saturated fats. So they're saying, don't eat saturated fats. Eat this stuff. You already got a heart problem, but we're going to go ahead and cause lesions in the heart because this product is not man. I mean, it's not made by God or whoever you believe. It's just, uh, you know, one of those um, things that we think you should consume. So if you have, you know, uh, stock in those kind of companies, then maybe that's the right thing to do. Okay, so just the last few minutes, you know, we know that heavy metals especially lead and mercury, which is a trifecta, those things are terrible for our health. They get stuck in our brain. They get into the neuroendocrine system. They set up a certain chemistry that is conducive for for molds to live in. Mold, love dark places in your closet, right? Dump, damp, dark places under the kitchen sink. They just, that's where mold grows. It doesn't grow on a sunny, win, sunny windowsill. But... So heavy metals, um, lead, mercury, aluminum that you get in your pots that you cook with, what you put under your arm, the different type of chemicals that you put on your face, that the FDA does not regulate any chemicals in facial cosmetics, so you're getting tons of heavy metals in there, and I highly recommend that you get them tested, but... The best way to do it is to open up those detox pathways first by going through a three-stage detox program so that we know that we're getting a relatively accurate um, uh, evaluation of what's going on. Hair analysis and such are okay, but they don't tell us what's really hidden inside the body. So we want to do a um, what's called a... Uh, Uh, We want to do a heavy metal urine test 24 hours And you take a provoking agent So we can leach the stuff out of the body And in the long haul That's what we're trying to do on a detox Because if we can leach the heavy metals Out of the body And the chemicals Um, especially the glyphosate, all of those chemicals that we found in the umbilical umbilical cord of babies that haven't yet lived outside of the womb, then um, we can have a really good chance of not having genetic diseases turned on. So, um, you know, the products that we use are uh, are from... uh, most of them, not all of them, come from systemic formulas. And Dr. Shane Morris is the chemist behind it. Um, he, uh, his uh, grandfather was um, Dr. Uh, Wheelwright, and Dr. Wheelwright worked with uh, Dr. Royal Lee who uh, was with the standard process. These guys go all the way back to about the same time that Weston Price was a dentist. And when he was around um, putting together the Weston, you know, his, his, his information, as Sally Fallon said earlier on Tom's show, that he studied 24 um, primitive cultures And uh, found out why they were so healthy. And it had to do with uh, a lot of stuff. Um, And if you listen to his show and you listen to this show, then you know you're gonna, you should, you might have a little bit of a chance on actually making some good decisions. Remember, success loves action. So, again, I'm gonna hold up Sally's book for those of you on Facebook. And um, on the Zoom meeting that we will be rerunning, Uh, Sally Fallon is a co-founder of um, the Weston Price Organization. Let's see if I can find something um, else here. Well, you know what? We are doing a detox at my office. It's a three-month program. It starts with a body phase, which is oftentimes... um, overlooked in a lot of detoxes. People go and they buy something off the shelf, they have leaky gut, they are constipated, they go to bathroom, you know, three times a week and they're trying to detox. Well, guess what? You're just going to explode the toxic load in your body, and your bloodstream. Your liver's not up to it. Your liver is the number one detox organ in your body and it needs to be handheld through detoxes. And if you aren't experienced and you don't have the... Um, education on how to fix that before you detox. You're playing with uh, nitroglycerin. So, you know, the first thing we do for the first month for most people and then quite honestly in the last couple of weeks I've had people come over that I go, you know, you, this isn't good for you. This, this program is not right for you. I don't want you to go get, be damaged because you're downstream, meaning your liver, gallbladder, um, large intestine, kidney and bladder is not ready to accept it, um, will not handle it. So we want to make sure that your body can handle any kind of detox that we do. Um, but you can call 831-459-9990 to see if it works for you. We have a huge discount on it if you are okay to do it. And I, you know, I'll tell you why if you're not. And if you are, go for it. If you're pretty healthy and you go, what do I do now? Then this program's probably for you. Um, it's called the True Cellular Detox Program put together by Don, Dr. Dan Pompa. I am part of his um, elite platinum organization. And uh, there's about 40 to 60 of us that meet weekly going over new studies. Right now, we are all doing a carnivore diet Um for the next uh, several days. The carnivore diet is meat only. By taking meat only, I'll talk about it next week, um, you're actually causing your body to break down all of the bad inflammatory things. Um, meat is hard to digest, so your body's going to burn its glucose stores, and that's a good thing. So you can find me on... Uh, please join, if you are on Facebook, go to Health Rebels and ask to join the group, Health Rebels, and you, you can get in there and get some more information. Go to um, McCollum Wellness Radio. It's my podcast. Get on there. Please uh, subscribe to Duncan, Dr. Duncan McCollum on YouTube. There's a couple hundred videos on there you can watch. And uh, we will see you next week. Send in your neurotoxic questionnaire. We love all of you guys. And um, we will see you next week. Thank you so much.
1: you enjoyed this episode of McCollum Wellness Radio, please share it with a friend and tell them one helpful fact that you learned today. Remember, the best way to learn is to teach.